Hello and welcome to the training session. My name is Ashraf Ayad and I'll be working with you today with the MIP binary proxy. Before I get started, I want to mention out that with 2009 there is a way of creating proxies and uh, it's called assembly proxies. But just because we're talking about the uh, production shaders, I'm going to mention the MIP binary protein. So the proxy will be a way to create an object that will appear at render time only. For example, I will have a low polygon model for this creature, but when you render it, it will show up to be like this. So that will save you some loading time and translation time while you do your final render. I rendered a couple of images here for you. So this is how the creature will look like when it's rendered. And it has the texture, which is color, and bump, and displacement. And I also want to point out that this is how it will look like with just displacement, because we're going to pay attention to that when we do our tutorial today. So let's just close that. And I want to also point out in the outliner, I have two objects. One is the low. I'm just going to point it out, move it out a little bit like this so we can have a better view for both of them. This is just a low polygon model I created. It could be a cube, it could be anything. The point is I created something that will represent that shape. So when I'm placing them out in my scene, I kind of have a better feeling how big it is or which direction it's looking at. So this is my low poly and this is my high poly. All right, let's call that we have a better naming for it because we're going to need that name later. In order to create the binary proxy, it's very simple. You're going to select your object, go to the Control A to open the attribute editor, and under the name tab itself, not the shape node, but the name itself, under the transform attribute, you will see another section for mental ray. And since this is a uh, geometry shader, it will be under the geometry section in here. So we're going to go to the hyper shade, and under geometry. I should see MIP binary proxy. Just drag and drop middle mouse and you'll have it in here. Now you'll have a few options to work with. For the object file name, it's asking us where shall we output that file. At render time, when we do the render, it will output an, an MI file, a mental images file, that can reference it to it later. This you need to output in a specific path and you need to have that path correct. So for example, I'm outputting to my temp folder and I'm going to see temp.mi and you also want to pay attention that the file extension is important so when you write it down make sure that you have it correct we want to enable write geometry and then the geometry you want to mention which geometry we're going to be using so I'm just gonna make sure that I have this correct naming go back here and just paste it once I do that you will see this icon will change to an arrow that means it was done correctly so now if I click here, it goes to the object correctly. So back to my binary proxy, and I'm pretty much ready to go. So when you do your render, you want to make sure you do render. Let's go to the rendering menu. We want to do render, batch render, not from the render view. Also, a good indicator when you're working that everything is working fine, that I'm opening my location where I'm placing my temp file or my MI file, and I should see it appearing in here. So let's do render render is complete I'm gonna go check in my temp so the first thing I noticed there was no MI file that tells me something went wrong and for that you need to pay attention to where the object placed so I have the high-res object underneath the low poly and the hierarchy here in the outliner so I'm just gonna middle mouse drag it on top of it and I'm gonna repeat the process again render batch render so rendering is complete now I'm gonna go check my temp and I see, oh, there's a new file here. And as you see, the size of it is about 37 megs. What that tells me is the process went correctly. So this is something you want to pay attention to when you're doing your render. 
So once it's done, and we now we're gonna enable that process, I'm just gonna go back to the attribute editor for the MIB binary proxy. And I don't wanna write the geometry anymore. Matter of fact, I wanna read it. So I'm just gonna disable the write the geometry. I'm leaving everything. Now you can delete this if you want, but we're gonna leave it for comparison. And I'm just gonna render that. So you see now the render came in fine. A couple of things you wanna pay attention to. A, it came out with the subdivision along with the displacement, but it didn't bring the color. And that's very important because this object actually has a subdivision approximation. And that got translated in here along with the displacement map. It didn't take the color. So if I have multiple colors ready to go in, I'm just going to assign one of them. Even though that the UVs are all messed up in here because this object doesn't have proper UVs, when I render, the rendering is coming fine now. Final gather fine. The sky and shadow are working fine also and you'll see now the colors has been assigned correctly so what you want to pay attention to is that all you have to do is to create different shaders for example here that will have color values and bump or anything such as this if I want to use the same shader that I assigned in here for example but before I render I want to point out that this shader has displacement in it and now my holdout file or object has also a displacement in it. You're going to have a conflict here in render and that might put your render at halt. So if you're going to use that, then I'm just going to disable that displacement and render again. And you'll see this object now will have displacement and this one won't. So let's render. So you see now this object has the original displacement that was from the MI. This one lost it because we disabled it and it has the color and the bump map and the render time we have is about 22 seconds so let me open a file that I placed multiple objects that referencing the same thing so for, I'm gonna delete this one and I'm just gonna explain the theory first so this object now has the connection proper but if I want to duplicate it let's say uh, duplicate and move this object doesn't have any geometry shader so I can go in and connect the same geometry shader in the hypershade one by one or let me delete that do edit duplicate special and I say I want duplicate input connections and when I hit apply just move it a little bit and go to my geometry shader you will see it's connected to the binary proxy correctly and it's calling the same file so if I render these guys you see they came out nicely and I didn't get a lot of render time difference and the point is that you can now have a whole wide of collection of them because I have in my hypershade multiple variation of that color so I can give them different colors and that will give you different illusion it's a different object for example if you have a wide a range of creatures that's been in a forest or something and you want to make them all look different so you, all you have to do is just create different shaders and just assign them again what I point out don't mix displacement on it because you will be doubling the displacement and that might give you a conflict so you see you have two different creatures even though the same geometry but different color shaders one also important point that I should mention, let me undo a couple of times here. When you're doing your work, you want to make sure that you are writing from a geometry that is one shape node, such as this. If it is under a group, for example, if I say group, and you're going to try to write to that main one, uh, let's call this temp2, because I don't want to override mine. And so I should have enabled write to geometry, render, batch you will see nothing been written out just because this is under a group node so that you always refer to your writing out 
folder if it doesn't come out you notice something went wrong in the process so let me undo this process and matter of fact let me open a new file it contains multiple objects I have the creature duplicated six times so total seven objects and I also duplicated the input connection so every creature we have have a MI sub deep approximation in it so all of them taking the same approximation node one and they're all sharing the same shader if I try to render this I will get this error meant array out of memory I'm using Windows 32 so I don't have a lot of access to memory allocation here so this would be a problem you might be facing when you work for example on a machine such as mine Windows 32 and you don't have a lot of access to memory for this the uh, MIP binary proxy comes in handy so let me load up my other file so here we have also a total of seven objects all of them are sharing the MIP proxy node 1 and that node is calling the mitemp file that we create. I'm going to disable write to geometry and just render the scene. You see now the render is done 2 minutes and 20 seconds and my machine didn't crash. Now you understand why would the MIP binary proxy comes in handy because it's reading one MI file and it doesn't have to tessellate all these objects because all of them have a subdivision approximation on them along with the displacement just different color variation and still the render went through. There's still a couple of things I'd like to talk about so I'm just gonna go back to my very original file we have here an object that's referencing an MI file which is the same idea we've done before and the render will come up like so. So if you notice the both objects are almost the same scale but what if this object is scaled to 2 and I'm going to repeat the same steps again go to my binary proxy call for that file and we're going to call this scale and render. Rendering is complete I'm going to go check my temp folder and I see that the new file has been placed in here so everything seems to be working I'm just going to disable write to geometry and render my scene again you will notice here the scale did not change at all and that's because the mesh node in here the scale was not to one it was modified so when you need to do that if you want to have the scale such as this one thing you can do is to modify freeze transformation so set it to one and if I go back to my proxy and write it and do the steps again render is complete disable the right geometry and render one more time so let me keep this image and now you notice that the render has respected that change so let me undo until we get back to the original state. What I've done, I just rewrote the MI file. So the dummy object now representing the original one at the same scale. And here's the render for it. So we're back to the original state. What I want you to pay attention to is that if I scale this object, example like this, and I render, it will respect that change. So this is something that you want to pay attention to. You want to have that scale still representing the multiplication of that change. So for example, the original was 1, and then you multiply it by 3 or whatever. You want to keep that there. Don't do modify freeze transformation because that will confuse your render and you get a strange behavior in here. All right, so back to 1. While we are the topic of scale, I want to point out the last option we have here which is the meter scale. So for example, if we are using this, we're going to write to geometry and leaving it at zero, that means automatic detection that every unit becomes one meter and saved as when that file gets saved to it. But if you give it a unit of one, for example, and re-render that, the render process is complete. The key now, I need to save that file. To disable the write to geometry, 
and now I can modify the meter scale to adjust it to whatever value I want so now if I can put it to 3 here and render view you'll see now the scale has been added into your render the trick is that you need to add that modification and then save your file the last thing here is the flags and reading from the production MI file you'll notice this flag to be used when there's future development happening on this node I would leave this to zero for now I hope you guys enjoyed this session and I'm looking forward to talk to you more.